The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Station with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, welcome to the Monday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Uh, December 18th, TikTok, TikTok, the countdown is on. Sent some uh, packages off to Ontario today and uh, MC, Whoa. the guy at the, at the pack mail over in Terralosa. He's like, uh, yeah, you kind of left us a little late, right? He yeah, says, can only it really still like, arrive? He's like, because there's only really four shipping days left. He says, mm-hmm. well, it'll arrive if you expedite it. <laughs> oh, yeah. How so, much that cost? A couple hundred dollars. Oh, for two wow. boxes, two, two boxes. Well, so. that's on you, though. Yeah, really. it is. It's yeah. totally, it's totally on, it's totally on me. But yeah, hey, it's Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. The oh. week before Christmas. All done at Christmas parties. I, I feel like this. I feel like the weight of the world has been lifted awesome. from my shoulders. I awesome. have nothing to do but radio, which is just sitting with a friend and talking. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, absolutely great. A hockey game tonight, of course. We get off the air at five thirty. That's right. Very important one. Uh, the other teams ahead of us. San Jose. San Jose Sharks. So it's like a four-point game, right? Because you. You don't want to let them get two points yeah. and you don't get two yeah. points. But the other teams playing in the West, I, I took a quick look at the schedule, are all playing Eastern teams. Mm-hmm. So in a perfect world, the Eastern teams would all win. Excuse me, I'm You choking. need to stop eating candies while you're on the air. You know what? I thought it would be gone in time. <laughs> it almost did. Um, if all the Eastern teams win tonight and we win, um, that would do a lot to help okay. the situation. So that's what we're cheering for. is the face-off show. 7 o'clock, the puck Mm -hmm. drop. Another one on Thursday as well. The Blues. I'm rearranging my schedule uh, schedule a little bit. That had nothing to do with candy. It had nothing to do with the candy. (laughs) I'm I'm going to do, because Friday I've got an engagement, which would normally be my um, dart night. Uh, Saturday I've got something I've got to get to. So I'm moving my dart night to Thursday um, with Hunter. So we're going to go watch the game. Oh, yay. So Friday you'll just be fine for him, won't you? Exactly why I'm bringing it to your attention. Santa is joining us on Friday. Is that a fact? I've arranged. Oh, perfect. It's popping in, in from the North Pole. <laughs> what time um, will that happen? Between, uh, I think, 3 and 5 o'clock. For We're two go- hours. Well, yeah, we'll Why see. Why not? We'll, I, we'll see how busy Why it is. Why didn't we do two till 5? No, 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 no. Too much Santa? Yeah, I think that, yeah, Santa's really busy right now. Sure, fair. So um, Santa's coming in um, from, yeah, 3 to 5-ish. Take your kids' calls. Can't wait. That'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anybody happens to... Um, happens to know where I can find... Someone who'll read your intro properly? Nutty Club. Oh, don't even get me going. Seriously, I can't take one more of those. Uh, Nutty Club Fruitlets. They're baking. They're li- those little sort of gummy bear kind of things. Um, they're for specifically for baking. And my wife is losing her mind over this. Did she try the candy store just over here? I, I'm I'm going to tell you right now, Jay, because I didn't get a chance to tell you before you said that. If we get one more suggestion of a place that does not have them... Oh, I then s- why are you asking? I want somebody to put eyes on them for me. I don't want... They have them at Save-On. They have them online. They have them at Safeway. They, they don't. We can't find them anywhere. Yeah, well, sold out. It's Christmas bacon time. Don't... Be a negative Nelly. I'm just saying, if anybody out there today happens to be in a grocery store and happens to see 
Nutty Man fruitlets. The bag, they're a little gray bag with a cellophane window. You can see the, Just text the show, and I will dispatch a child to go get them. Like, you know the candy people that show up in this station? Mm-hmm. Do not have them. We specifically need Nutty Man fruitlets. Bulk barn? Okay, listen, just stop. Um, just, hey. I know somebody texted Bulk Barn. Have you been at the Bulk Barn? Did you see them at the Bulk Barn? Because we, we asked a whole well, bunch of people. Well, you could call. You could, Carol could call the Bulk Barn. We've done it. Okay, then. You know what? Then you're on your own. We've done the Savons. <laughs> we've done the Bulk done Barn. We've done the Candy Factory. We've done the, we've done. What do you need them for? Carol needs them to make her gingerbread cookies. Well, I guess she should have got on that a little bit sooner. I don't huh? know why. <laughs> you're. You know what? I'm going to text Carol and said, I'm you said gonna, the hey, same thing to me. I, you just said the same thing to me about paying to you. I just said this to me. <laughs> yeah, you said the same thing to me about shipping my stuff out. Well, it's all on you. So. <laughs> yeah, but you're saying it's all on Carol. It's unusual for you to take on Carol. You dump on me routinely, but oh, Carol. Oh, no, I'm pretty much dumping on you. It has nothing to do with me, except that I spent my weekend driving Carol from store to store to store. And if you go online, Save on Foods will allow you to buy them online right up until the point where you hit buy now. And then it says they're, then it says they're not mm-hmm. there. So, How much of a premium are you willing to pay? Oh, and then someone says, yeah, at the bulk born in a bin. Yeah, they, they don't sell them in bins. We need a bag. At the bulk barn, they would sell them in a bin because it's a bulk store. I don't know what part of this you're not understanding. Perhaps, Jay Lynn, the fact that you've never had a wife. When your wife says she needs a bag of something, oh, she's can... not looking for a bulk. She wants the specific well, bag. It is a specific. It's just stored in bulk. Okay. You've been to the bulk okay. place before. I'm just saying that this person says that they are at the bulk barn in a bin. We have heard over the weekend. Wait, then you put it in a bag. We have heard, with a big scoop. We have heard over the weekend <laughs> from friends, from relatives, from other people. Oh yeah, no, they have them here. They have them there. Don't guess. They don't have them anywhere. There's. I'm sure they exist well, then, somewhere. Then, then, then why do you even bring there, it up? There, because there's actually a Nutty Man distribution center in Edmonton. So you got to figure. Called them. Did. Oh, okay. And what did they say? They suggested we try. And they're the experts. They're the ones distributing them. A place on Yellowhead Trail Mm. that I believe Carol is off to try this afternoon. But my guess would be that she'll be disappointed once again because we spent the better part of Sunday (laughs) seriously driving from store to store to store to store. All the places that say they have them. All the suggestions that we received. And Carol is very specific in her needs. <laughs> so it's not like, oh no, these are very similar. No, it has to be mm-hmm. Nutty Man okay. fruitlets in a bag. Uh, duh, just call the Nutmen themselves and ask them where to get them, clown. Yeah, did that, clown. <laughs> they don't know, clown. Thanks for the suggestion. That was very helpful, clown. <laughs> so how was your weekend? It was your birthday weekend. Happy birthday. Thank you. How'd you uh, celebrate it? Um, well, it, it was it was a bit of a quiet weekend because my husband was busy all weekend. His musical theater oh, yeah. program, the big show, was mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday afternoon, what Saturday night. What was the night, show this year? Sunday, it was the Dreamcoat, wasn't Sunday it? Sunday evening, yeah. Yep. Uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. 20th anniversary of that program out there. So um, I didn't see him a whole, a whole lot. Um, hmm. And I wasn't feeling well all weekend. Oh. And he woke me up at 9 on Sunday to give me my birthday presents because he had to go to go to work. Dare I ask what uh, the most romantic man on the planet got you? Do you really want to know? I do. Uh, He bought me a beautiful bottle of bourbon. (laughs) Okay. 
because he knows I like bourbon. Sure. He bought me some bourbon glasses to go oh, with the bourbon. Starting to see a theme. He bought me a pair of Maui Jim sunglasses. Are bourbon glasses anything like uh, beer goggles? <laughs> Depends. Oh, you mean glasses that you would drink out of? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking eyeglasses. Yeah. Okay, totally get it. Um, a pair of Maui Jim sunglasses mm. for our trip. And then he had something made for me oh. um, based on a... A thing that we say to each other all the time from the day that we met. It's Aww. yeah, and so he had it all done, and he found someone to paint it onto this thing that he made for me. That sounds absolutely lovely. It is absolutely lovely because he's incredibly romantic and very thoughtful. I did something very similar to that for Carol's last birthday. <laughs> Got her a gift card. <laughs> yeah, well, and she could buy any of those things you just listed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't need to do it. It's nice. Well, whatever. Hmm. Lloyd Minster, we see, has some. Okay. That's almost, strong. at this point, almost worth the trip. Um, someone sent you a Twitter reply with a place to find them. Save on Meadows location. Hmm. Nutty Club, not Nutty Man. Nutty Club, yeah, you're right. Uh, the Save on location says they have them. If you try and buy them online, once again, it takes you all the way through to the buy, and then they don't have them. Someone says, I know where you can get chocolate chips. <laughs> yeah, my husband just texted us. I've got to do, we're doing a, a Christmas bake exchange here. Okay. With some of the kids at uh, in the station. Okay. So each of us have tonight have to make like four dozen of something. Oh, that And the only thing I know what to make is chocolate chip cookies. And it's not very, I know it's not very Christmassy, but There's that's what they're getting. That's great. I love those. So I'm doing that tonight. Chocolate chip cookies and wine. Excellent. Oh, oh, your wife just texted me now. Oh, yeah? Oh, he says, oh, by the way, tell him to look at his text. This was resolved a half an hour ago. <laughs> Thanks, Carol. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Probably at the store I sent her to as a result of talking to the Nutty Club Distribution Center. I love you, Carol. <laughs> Whatever. How did I come out the victim in y- this? Your wife... How, did, how am I the bad guy in this when I'm the guy trying to please everybody? Uh, your wife sent me a beautiful, beautiful um, happy birthday wish yesterday. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. You sent me one today. I did. I meant to do it yesterday. I was very busy. I did text you yesterday. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I asked if Julie Matthews was on while you oh, were yeah, gone. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But that yeah. was code for happy birthday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, kiddo. All right. That's what kiddo. that was. Okay, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on, please. All right. Uh, Todd Hirsch is on the show today mm-hmm. at uh, 3.30 with uh, ooh, the last edition of The Hoot for uh, 2017. We'll get back at it in uh, twenty. 18, my gosh, which is just around the corner. Uh, we'll take a quick break here, and then let's get into some stuff that's making news today. Some things will get you talking right after this. Every 220, thanks for joining us, and a big, huge thank you, Chedville, for making 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous once again um, just a spectacular success. Um Santa's is nothing with without you and and your willing to every your willingness every year to donate you know to drop off toys at those big boxes around the city or right here at 5204 84th Street but watching you all line up on Saturday morning mm-hmm. and that was crazy and and seeing y'all out there and thank goodness it was you know pretty nice weather and then watching as the as the bags got you know out the door out the door out the door out the door and done the, by I've, early afternoon was was I've amazing I've never seen it done that 
quickly. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, I, I wanted to check in with Lana and see if that was a first that they ever got it done that quickly because typically there's a, quite a few of us, uh, Donovan working comes yeah. to mind, our good friend, uh, myself and others who always do Sunday. the Sunday yeah. because honestly, I just don't want to line up for mm-hmm. hours, but I'm happy to, to do it, right? Um, but there was nothing to deliver on Sunday. The, the only things to be delivered were those bags that were returned mm-hmm. and there was more than enough volunteers, again, first thing in the morning to take care of all those bags. Tip of the hat, you mm-hmm. uh, help make uh, some Christmas wishes and dreams come true for well over 20,000 children this year. So, um, again, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts from everyone here at 630 Chad, everybody who spends their day down at the warehouse Mm -hmm. um, over there on 68th Street. So, well done, Chadville. Thank you. Um, I saw a story that I wanted to uh, talk to you about, but, uh, well, I I know we're I'm going to run out of time here. wanted to mention something else, though, really quickly, especially this time of year. And, you know, we talked the other day about parcels being delivered and disappearing mm-hmm. off porches and all this kind of thing. Um, there's just a whole lot of commerce going on right now uh, online. There's a whole lot of parcels out there, but a whole lot of money moving around as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we spoke a while ago, and do you remember I spent the better part of a week or so... Um, in the bank, getting my mortgage done and getting our finances all rearranged. And one of the things I did was I have a big visa that uh, that's the visa when we talk about my kids having, Mm -hmm. it's that visa, right? So that visa got completely cleared out and some very solid rules in effect (laughs) with uh, my children as to when they can use it and what they can use it for. So of course, being a suspicious dad, um, I've been looking at the statement daily to, to make sure there's no charges going through. And what I've discovered is actually quite shocking. And it's the kind of thing that we've talked to uh, Julie Matthews about, uh, Kelly Keene about. I have found all kinds of duplicate charges because there's not so many items now to look at that it's really easy to spot them. And having spotted them, I've now gone back in the history over the last few months and deter- determined that I've been double-charged by Uber five times. Um, My daughter's been uh, double-charged by Spotify five times. Um, There's others. Uh, The Venetian in a hotel in Las Vegas, I ordered breakfast to the room one day, paid for it on my bill, and was charged separately in addition to Mm -hmm. being... Now that there's very few items, I'm really going through this, and I'm seeing all kinds of real bad duplications, but so small that you wouldn't have noticed them in a big statement, like $9.99 a month for Spotify. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what Spotify was. The kids use it for music, right? But we've looked into each of these charges and got them all reversed now. But in the case of Spotify, apparently when I think... Um, Maddie got a new phone, maybe she downloaded Spotify again or something and signed up a second account or something like that. In the case of Uber, I don't know what happened there. Three very similar charges, uh, only one of which was legitimate. And again, I don't think it was uh, you know, a criminal act on the part of Uber. I think 
It was a glitch. Did of some you just kind? go? Did you go back to Uber and, and yeah. send them a note? Yeah. In each case, we went to yeah. the vendor and yeah. said we've been uh, we've had this, and we we sent or we've had this duplication. We sent a screenshot yeah. from my statement, and in each case, the vendors apologized and Taking reversed care it. Of it. But, but it, it's, but it's it an really makes reminder. you wonder. Yeah. Yeah, I found first off, I found Uber very good to be taking care mm-hmm. of things when when there when there are issues. Have to deal with them a couple of a couple of times. Boom, boom, boom. It was done immediate. You send the message. Done immediate. But yeah, if if you're putting a lot of stuff on your credit card, mm-hmm. um, and again, in my family, we put everything on the credit card to get points, and then yep. we we pay it all off. So it is really exceptionally important to go through with a fine tooth to, tooth comb every day to see what's there. Yeah, and so if it's double charges or maybe someone. That's where you find out that someone has managed to get a hold of your number and have put a little tester through or, you know, whatever. Like we just had not too long ago the tester and then someone bought a few hundred dollars worth of really? gaming equipment from a, a store over in the West End. Like it's... Um, it's it's interesting, like I say, when there aren't a lot of entries, it's really easy to yeah. see them. We had... I also had a situation with my debit card, uh, again, in Vegas. So... Your debit card in Vegas has a visa. Mine has a visa emblem on it. Yeah. So they use it as a visa, even though it's a debit. Um, and it was before a show that I went to buy drinks for Carol and I to take into the show. So what they do is they run the card and they put that total in there. So say it's $21. So they run the card, charge $21 to it. Then you add $4, say a tip. And total it twenty five. Now what they do is they run the card again for twenty five dollars, but they put through a credit for the original twenty one. Yeah. Well, we found one of those where the credit didn't go through, hmm. so I paid forty five dollars. <laughs> and again, in that particular case, I got hold of my bank, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, okay," and they credited it. But I, now I'm like, I'm just I'm paranoid yeah. now. The number of small little charges, <laughs> and and you know, and again, it's with a visa that three, four people in my household share, <laughs> um, that I used almost primarily for business. So I've got gas charges and hotel charges. Have you charges thought about getting um, a card for the kids, each of their, for them to get their own card? Yeah, no, that's that's where yeah. we're headed with this. Is that they need to get their own card? They need to establish their own that credit. age, right? Yeah, yeah. I, the whole idea of them having a card, a partner card with me, frankly, was the fact that I could oversee it. I was trying to teach them um, the proper use of a not credit card, not to rack card. it up, not yeah. to rack it up, not to get yourself in trouble, and and so I wanted to be able to keep an eye on it. But yeah, it's we're at that point. They need to get their own credit card. They need to get their own credit history established, and I need to get my credit back. <laughs> I mean, my credit's fine, but I need to get control over that card again. Um, someone, oh, listen to this, and you're talking about the deliveries. Had a Canada Post person personally drop off my Amazon package yesterday, a Sunday, because they said that they've been told uh, because of that thieves are feeling, uh, following their trucks and stealing packages. Hmm. <clears throat> my sister or my mother-in-law watched a UPS driver drop off um, a package at a neighbor's house the other day, and he took a picture with his camera of it being in the drop-off location, mm-hmm. whether it was the mailbox or wherever it was told to leave. So again, you know, hmm. having confirmation that it was dropped off in case, I'm guessing, in case something was stolen. Yeah, look at this. Some of these stories starting to come in. Someone hacked my wife's credit card, several tra- charges to skip the dishes and Uber. We've never used either. Hmm. That's And you know, that's the thing too, AJ. When you've got other people sharing your account, if I see a skip the dishes, an Uber, you just automatically I assume the that they did that. Yeah. 
right? But as I start questioning them now on, hey, did we... Because the deal they have right now is they can use the card as much as they want. They have to pay it off immediately. It's to be used as a convenience, not a financial tool. You know, not a... You don't finance food. You don't... You know, we don't wait 30 days and pay interest on on hamburgers, that kind of thing. So now that's how I'm able to spot them so clearly is that I should see the charge and then I should see the payment. Mm -hmm. And when I don't, I'm questioning it. And as I say, we're finding little charges from vendors that we've used, um, but that we didn't use on that particular occasion. It's just, it's, I'm, I'm honestly over the weekend thought about maybe canceling the card. There seems to be Little bits of activity that, going that, on, that, and that might be an idea too. But you, when you talk to the credit card people, did they say anything? Yeah, they said that um, with regard to the debit charge. So that was the only time I talked to the bank. Otherwise, I talked to the vendors. Right. With regard to that, they said, "Oh, yeah, you know what? They put it through, but sometimes with an American transaction, mm. uh, you know, there's a hiccup yeah. or whatever, which makes me really want to keep an eye on any American transactions or Mexican transactions yeah. when we're yeah, down." Yeah. Uh, on our listener trip because, yeah, no, I could understand that internationally there would be a delay, but there was no delay in charging the card. Yeah. Just a heads up, keep an eye on your um, on your, your bank statements, your credit card statements, uh, especially this time of year. Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. 2.35 on the 6.30 Chad afternoon news. Um, lots of you texting in about, um, you know, some of your challenges your your incidents with uh people double billing your credit cards or your bank account so again keep in mind what's going on i uh, saw this and i know it's something that a lot of you are uh, dealing with right now because it's just that that thaw that thaw free cycle with the rain in the city uh over the past couple of days you know you look out the window right now and all i can see is brown grass it doesn't look like uh winter at all certainly not the week before christmas but the ice on some of those back alleys and still on some of the roads out there um incredibly dangerous and i think driveways are possible possibly the worst right now. There's just this huge sheet of ice on so many driveways. It's treacherous. It is. Over the weekend, uh, 311 was literally flooded, uh, pun intended, with complaints. 950 complaints about road conditions came in on Saturday alone, according Mm -hmm. to the city of Edmonton. And more than half of the 950 complaints that were phoned in came from southwest Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. But crews also responded to a number of calls for road maintenance in the southeast and the north end of the city. Uh, right now, we I, I don't know who did it. Uh, we have a, a Twilliger Town whatever. Association. Association. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they did it or if the city did it, but it seemed to be a mix of uh, salt and gravel. Yeah, they have been putting it down on some of the, on some of the roads uh, around around the city. They're working on that, so... The most treacherous part now is the distance between the car and the oh. front door. Oh, yeah, it's, our, it's our driveway. Yeah, I have a long. I have a long driveway. Um, our driveway is d- literally seventy feet of glare ice. Mm-hmm. It's just. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, it's because we have the big driveway and we have the side driveway where the water truck comes up. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the ruts there are just filled with inches <laughs> of of ice. I feel f- sorry for the water truck guy when he shows up next because. Well, maybe he'll break the ice up, though, so that... that See, I don't have good. that problem. My driveway is about three feet. Well, and I'm thinking the amount of sand 
yeah. that we need for for the oh, yeah. for the stupid driveway. But you've done not done anything for yourself. Like you you didn't go out and sand your own driveway or anything. Because certainly nobody else is going to do it. Oh right? no, it's just I I, I would need a. A, a ton a, of a it? ton of of sand <laughs> yeah. f- or snow or or salt for for that driveway right now, and I just I was driving in last night, and all I could think to myself is we're gonna have to deal with this all oh yeah all winter now. It's just gonna be a mess. You know, speaking of driving in Edmonton, here's yeah. an uh, uh, an interesting story, and interesting from the perspective of what the objection to this seems to be or what the conversation surrounding it seems to have become. Uh, If you're familiar, you know how much I love reality shows. And I used to watch a show called, I think it was called Parking Wars. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, you know, based, I think, in... uh, They had a Philadelphia one and they had some other jurisdictions. And it was people getting parking tickets, getting their cars towed. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they they would have components of it. They would have, you know, um, the guys and girls who go out there and write the tickets. And then a third of the show would be... um, the vans that drive around looking for Mm -hmm. cars that they're going to put uh, the boots on. And then the third would be those people showing up at the yard to try and bail their car out, right? So Calgary has had a system for some time now, a similar type of technology where city vans can drive around with a camera and they can look at license plates. And it's done by the, the camera and the software. So they're looking for two things. They're looking for cars that have outstanding problems, uh, warrants or, you know, whatever, tickets. Or they're also looking for cars who have not paid for the spot that they're in. So because of their new system yeah. where, and we have it downtown here as well, the, the that part of the system where you put your credit card in, you put your license plate in or whatever, your stall number, however it works. I've done it a few times, I can't recall. Um, so this new technology is now being looked at in Edmonton. Um, and as I say, a similar system already working in Calgary quite nicely. So they will have this these vehicles with cameras that will go along, and they will look at mostly White Ave, Jasper is where they're really focused on. So it scans on. your license plate, which, and then it goes through a program which is hooked right. up to where you were supposed to pay. Yeah. And it'll tell you, it'll tell so them it'll immediately s- whether or not? Exactly. Okay. So it'll say, yeah. that car paid, that car paid, yeah. that car didn't, and you'll get a meep, ticket. Meep. Or it will identify a vehicle that has outstanding tickets, even though it paid this time, it's got outstanding tickets. So that's the technology. It seems pretty strange. Straightforward. It seems more efficient, and when we're criticizing the city for wasted money, I, I feel like that they can get to far more cars driving down a street mm-hmm. than hiring people to walk around with little books and writing tickets, right? But the conversation has turned to privacy. So the argument against this that's starting to get a groundswell is that that data has to be stored somewhere. So in other words, Jayla and I, you are parked on Jasper Avenue outside a hotel or and you don't want anyone to know that you were parked outside a hotel at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday or something like that and people are starting to argue that well wait a second how secure is this data and what will this data be used for well I would think that it would be cleared out on a fairly regular basis like those license plates which is what the city is saying that whatever system they end up choosing unless there's a ticket issued that data should be deleted regularly so it wouldn't be there but now you're trusting those those who argue against the privacy aspect of it saying well you're trusting somebody to clear that data out right but i never even here's the thing i never even thought of that argument like that when i saw it i didn't that wasn't where my mind went right away is the privacy aspect but for in this day and age where you can't go anywhere and not be caught on camera i think people are starting to push back against 
their personal information being collected. Yeah, but the fact is, you just said you can't go anywhere without being caught on camera. So what does it matter if a if a if a parking enforcement van uh, scans your license plate or the camera going into the hotel captures right. your image? See, for me, I, I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree. But there is oh, and, and yeah, there's always going to be this huge that, pushback. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the other thing that I think too is how many jobs is that going to take? How many jobs will it take away? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I immediately thought of. Mm -hmm. When you go to more automation, um, or will those folks who traditionally would would walk around, would walk around uh, do that, will they be the ones driving the vehicles doing this? Well, hopefully. I mean, it's a, it's a funny thing, because whenever you read a story like this, you always get a couple of tidbits of facts from the city, right? Which is great. Um, so the city saying, for example, that, hey, did you know there was 6,000 parking spots mm-hmm. in Edmonton? Um, and we're, this trial project will look at only some. And again, focused again on White Avenue and Jasper, which I would assume is, you know, a target-rich environment for them to issue tickets. Um, but when I read that, 6,000 parking spots, I'm still looking for those 6,000, honestly. Oh, you're just not looking hard enough, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite remarkable when you start to, to, to you, what was that, the Panda app that you can yeah, download that's right, and yeah. get? Hi, Chris, what's on your mind? I just wanted to touch base with you guys on that uh, parking situation. What I don't like about it uh, is it takes the judgment out of the ticket. You know, that car may be there because he's unloading a handicapped, uh, or, or a person who needs assistance in a, you know, and maybe he's not parked in the right zone, but the guy can see that and he can use his judgment to, uh, to kind of maybe say, Hey, this guy doesn't need a ticket. I know personally, I've parked downtown on many occasions and the parking guys have actually been pretty funny or, or friendly in most cases. And, and they can use their better judgment opposed to just a machine taking a picture. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but that's an interesting take on it that, well, someone's texting and they said, too, you know, what about handicapped parking? But I guess there's still a person driving the vehicle mm-hmm. who would be able to make a judgment right. on certain things, right? Yeah, and that is an interesting... Sorry, and sometimes they can just be nice about it, believe it or not, and say, oh, don't worry about it, or walk past and not give you the ticket, right? Yeah, so. because I'm assuming, and I honestly don't know, but I'm assuming from the story that I read... Um, and from the City of Edmonton website, that the van doesn't stop and a guy gets out and writes a ticket. I no, think just... it gets scanned and then that is just put into the system to have a ticket issued, right? So, so it would be mailed to it you? It would be uh... mailed to you, I would assume, right? So you're right. If that's the scenario, then judgment is gone. On the other hand, if they actually have to get out of the van to write the ticket, then the judgment's back again, right? It's the uh, photo radar of the parking world. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Absolutely true. Appreciate the call. Thanks for the uh, no problem, thanks guys. for the input. Thanks, Chris. Have a great one. Mm-hmm. See, if somebody texted, well, what about to pull over for five minutes to make a cell call or text and you get a ticket? Yeah, it's possible. But you're still in the vehicle. You are, but I don't know that the camera knows that. I mean, as it's just driving but along. Again, there would yeah. be someone there. For sure. Look at this. I pulled over to check a text and got a ticket in YYC. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So was that ticket immediately issued? Like, how did you get that ticket? Did it show up afterwards? That's what yeah, I want yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah, that would answer the question. You because let us know. We haven't decided here in Edmonton what the system's going to be yet. The one in Calgary, though, is decided and in, in effect already. So for the texture you just said, they pulled over to make a cell call uh, or a cell phone call, whatever it is, it's gone. We're getting so many texts. Um, 
I pulled over to check a text and got a ticket in YYC. Text us again. Did you Did get it in, show the mail, up in the mail? Or was it on your car? Let us know. It's 2.45 on the 6.30 chat afternoon. So the city is uh, testing out a system that will use that uses cameras and takes pictures of license plates and paid parking spots to determine if motorists have paid or or not. And then we have found out through the text line, it's then that ticket is mailed to you. Right. So traditionally, if you're if you are let's say you've parked in the library parkade downtown, mm-hmm. you, have, you have you 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 haven't put the proper amount of money in, or you've taken too long. Someone walks along, puts that ticket under your windshield, off they go. Hmm. Um, this would apparently Be a get mailed automatic. to you a little bit later, uh, later on. So Jim's on the phone. Hey Jim, what's on your mind? Uh, hey guys, how you doing? You know, just listen to this whole parking thing. I remember back in the 80s, I, I, I just, um, parking stalls uh, alone, you said there's 6,000 stalls in the city, right? The city that's, says that's, there's 6,000, yep. Oh, okay, okay, it's interesting. It, it's, I believe that if you're driving a smart car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, years ago, I could park my three-quarter ton parallel park without too much trouble. You can't today. Everything is smaller and narrower. A- am, am I alone on that thought? Uh, because I'll tell you, I'll bet you can park maybe 3,500 cars based on if I was driving a pickup truck, you know? You know, certainly I've been in parking... Um in, in parking lots where there's no lines on the ground, so people are just parking kind of wherever and taking up maybe as much room or you know not doing it properly. I, I have noticed that there are some parking spots that are smaller, but I would say the majority are kind of a fairly standard size. Really? Yeah, 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 but I, but I, but I have seen ones that are shorter and that are smaller. But yeah, that's that's just my experience, Jim. And I drive an SUV. I know on the weekend yeah. I was driving driving the pickup truck, and I always have to find lots, you know, a place where I can, you know, maneuver that truck fairly well to, into a parking spot. But just because I don't drive it very often. Yeah, I. I That's what I was just about to say, because we just, uh, my wife and I were out over the weekend. We were down at uh, Southgate on Sunday at one point. Um, And obviously Southgate hasn't decreased the number of parking spots. It's the same number, but there's far more people there. But we just found a lot of really wide vehicles. Like it felt like when we did see a spot, it was like, well, a smart car could fit in that, but I can't fit in that. And I drive a little Jeep, right? It just seemed like. Well, that and the fact that it sort of highlighted how many people can't seem to maneuver their car between two yellow lines is the other thing. Well, I, I, I drive a, a, a Denali pickup truck. And let me tell you something. I feel like I need to carry a, a car shoehorn with me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fit in this place. And then you can't get out of your door. Yeah. No one's going to crawl out of your window. Do you know, that's what I love about Costco. Costco's parking lot is fabulous because they, they have a double yellow stripe between each parking spot. So you have tons of room. I've, I I admire the fact that they did that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just thought maybe it was just me, but if other people are seeing it, well, it's not just me. All right. Thanks cool. for the call, Thank Jim. You. Take it easy. Uh, hi, Dennis. Hello. What do you think about the uh, the uh, the new camera ticket enforcement? Uh, you know what? It, it might work to a certain degree, but I think then we have a we have a clog problem, and when we want to fight these tickets, yeah. You know, you you go downtown to fight a ticket, and if you're not there before noon. You won't see a justice of the peace that day. Hmm. I mean, you got to waste a whole day at least, you know, because I worked in the morning and then I went down in the afternoon to go go fight a speeding ticket. And 
basically I was there all afternoon and then they said, well, listen, you got to come back tomorrow morning where, you know, if you're not here by noon, hmm. you won't see a justice of the peace. It's impossible. So uh. they're totally understaffed there. And so, so you know, it's like, well, why bother? You know, I mean, well, I, I, I think a lot of people, money. that's the reason statistics for those sort of things are not accurate, in my opinion, because people will just pay it rather than go through that. Then deal with the, the time. That, yeah, yeah well, that's that problem, what I do, you right? know, because, yep. I mean, I, I lose a whole day's work yep. and I don't get paid for that day's work. And it's like, you know, what? I'm better off just paying the bloody ticket. Yeah. And yeah. staying at work. Because, and well, you know, I'm and Jay mentioned it off the air. Jay mentioned it off the air, but let's put it on the air. We were talking, well, what happens? Wait a second. What happens if I pull into the spot and I get out of my vehicle to go pay? And that happens to be when the van goes by. And so now I get my, I pay. And then, but I've, and I don't even know I got a ticket because the van doesn't stop. So I assume sure. that we're going to have search situations like that. But hopefully the, sure. the software you know, can identify that. It wouldn't be that. bad. It wouldn't be bad if you could go downtown and fight the ticket in a couple hours. But if you got to yeah. waste a day or two days, Nobody's going to do that. And and you're going. It's going to be a reminder as well to make sure you always get a receipt from that darn meter <laughs> yeah, because true. if you have to fight something, that's true. Um, right. You know, it, it, oh, five minutes of you know not unpaid parking, whatever it is, you're going to need that. And I don't know about you, but I've stopped taking those receipts most of the time. Yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, hey, Dennis, thanks call, for the call. See All right, uh, we need to take a break here. Tony and uh, everyone else calling in right now, if you want to hold on through the top of the hour, that would be great. Uh, again, at 3.30, Todd Hirsch will join us for um, this week's edition of The Hoot. We're talking oil, 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 and uh, looking ahead to 2018. Gas, gas, gas. Oh, we talked about oil last week. That's it's gas. Right. There you go. Sorry. Gas, gas, gas <laughs> in 2018. Um, stick around. The 3 o'clock news coming up. Audi Edmonton North. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.